Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Rut, a weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always wanted beyond the rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and Brandon Cunningham's here with a microphone in his eye. I am two of your hosts. <laughs> Multiple personalities. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what to do from here. <laughs> Get out of the rut of taking life too seriously. Uh, gosh, that, that, that should be an episode. The rut of taking yourself too seriously. I've never been accused of that. 17-part <laughs> <17 laughs> series. <laughs> okay, so this episode, Brandon and I wanted to do a follow-up of an episode we did with uh, his friend and co-worker, Jamie, who shared with us a trip she took to New York City and then just came home and said, you know what, life's too short I am going to transition and launch a business. Well, the transition is she's going to launch a business, and if it's successful, she's going to transition out of the current job she's in. Right. And if it doesn't work, she still has a job. Absolutely. So. And, and it's funny because she really talked about leaving well, you know, talking to everybody, being open and honest mm-hmm. about what you're doing. And some people can't do that, and I get that. I've worked at that job, too, where you, you know, if you even mention you might leave, then boom, you're out the door yeah, and you're done. I've worked for a place like that. <laughs> But if you can leave really well, because that's important if you ever need to come back or you need yeah. contacts or any kind of networking or anything. The thing I loved about her story was she was a little scared of going to New York City on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. which I think everybody should be because apparently there's like a billion people there and they're all standing in the street and it's freezing. <laughs> but she didn't know what to expect, but she did it anyway. She broke out of her shell and did it. And it was life changing because she realized and she tells the story so good when she was landing here in Corpus again, she just felt the weight of the world come back onto her shoulders. Oh, yeah. And she said, I don't want to feel like that way anymore. I don't want to go back to my job. I want to do something different. Yeah. And there was something about that trip. We've written an article uh, on this blog called Five Ways to Help You Think Bigger. Okay, I wrote it. and I I was going to say we did. Yeah, we, we did a great job with when that. When I say we, I put our name <laughs> on it, but I wrote it. Cool. <laughs> and, and so one of the things that we had put in that article, we, you know, because team effort. There you go. Yeah. You, know, you pay for the website and <laughs> I put stuff on it. So it's a we thing. All right. So one of the things was to put in front of your sites something that's much bigger than you ever imagined. So it could be seen in a stadium that you're not used to seeing. In this case, for Jamie, it was seeing a city on a scope and scale that we have not seen here in Corpus Christi. Right. And that was right before I went on my rant about Corpus Christi. <laughs> so Corpus Christi, for those for you who doesn't know or may not know, uh, we have, what, 350,000 people in this town? Right. Yeah. And, and Jamie, I believe, has lived here her whole life. Right. And... Maybe the biggest city she's gone to is San Antonio, which has, I think, 1.2 million people. Yeah. And then she goes to New York City, which has... On New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve. So (laughs) on a regular day... Everybody else does too. (laughs) Yeah. On a regular day, I think New York City has 14 million people during the day, 8 million people at night. And then on New Year's Eve, it's probably insanely bigger than that. So biggest town she's seen is probably about 1.2 million people. 
and now she's in a town that has over 14 million people, most likely. That has got to change your view of how small we are and how big the world really is. What's funny is Jamie is very small in stature. I mean, she's a small <laughs> person. She, I know. I feel tall. Yeah, She's not going to be shocked by that. She's little. But uh, she actually prefers the water and, and mountains and hiking and, and the woods and stuff like that because she just loves nature and she likes to get out there, kind of be alone. So for her, this was not only traveling to New York City, but New Year's Eve was being with millions of people. She's not really equipped for that that's not what she likes to do yeah so she was pushing herself really hard to just get out of her own way out of her own rut and i think a lot of times we look at things and go well yeah that's okay for her but i can't go to new york city on new year's eve but (laughs) what can you do what can you get out of your rut and maybe you know build something plan something join a group join a committee help your city grow help your community your church your your school do something that just gets you out of that rut because a lot of us would say well i never want to run for you know president of the pta or i don't want to start a charity or something like that get yourself out of that rut and try something that's what i loved about jamie and still love about jamie she's willing to do that yeah she had that attitude if not me then who and right which is so vital we need more people like that. Yeah. Your own life needs you to be more like that. You know, if not me, then who? I, yeah. No one's going to care about you more than you. And we talked so a lot about permission. You know, yeah. do you have permission to do this? And and I'm real big on telling people, I'm giving you permission right now. Yeah. If you can hear my voice, I'm giving you permission. Just do it. Don't wait for somebody else to validate you and yeah. make you, you know, I've anointed you the an entrepreneur or a musician or an artist or whatever it is. Just try it. Stop watching just the Taylor Swifts or the Kardashians or whoever it is achieve things that you want. Go mm-hmm. do that. Heck, even just give yourself permission. Yeah. You, know, you don't need permission from Brandon and I even. <laughs> yeah. Give yourself permission. Now, don't go breaking a law and then telling your judge, well, Jerry and Brandon <laughs> said, I can give myself permission. Yeah. Uh, we will definitely deny that. And yeah. This is our record and our proof right here. <laughs> we are not attorneys. Please consult an attorney. We are paid spokesperson. <laughs> not a flying toy. <laughs> not a flying toy. So that's my favorite line from Toy Story. Do not put in your mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> And that's the thing. I've got another friend that is going to Israel this uh, October, and it's her first trip. She's never been overseas. She's never done anything like that, but she's always wanted to go. Yeah. And so she's just taking a chance and jumping on it and going over there. Mm -hmm. And it's just so awesome to see people think, well, I could never go to Israel. That's for other people. Other people get to do it. Well, it's dangerous. Well, you know, it's dangerous everywhere. Yeah. The chances of you dying not in Israel are a thousand times better than you dying in Israel if you never go. So just go and try something for once. Now, I'm going to go back to the fact that Jamie had seen something on a scope and scale she had never seen before. So she, she saw something that really enlarged her vision of the world, her vision of her own life. Has there been anything that really opened up your eyes to the possibilities? And if so, what was that? I would think for me, what really um, most um, defined my life was when I got really sick in my late 20s. I had a stroke and uh, was in a coma for a few days and, and just really lost everything mm-hmm. and and had to rebuild that. And so for me, that started me on a path of, 
I don't want to waste any more time. I can't waste time achieving what I want to achieve. And it's many, many years later, obviously, and I have no side effects from that. But for me, it was that moment of time is so precious that wasting time in fear achieves nothing. But wasting time failing achieves something because you learn something. Oh, yeah. Just trying things instead of just being fearful. And I grew up with fearful parents. You know, if you do this, you could get hurt. If you do this, it could go bad. People will laugh. People will point. And I've tried to raise my kids just the opposite because of that moment. I said, you know, you might not live to be 30. You might not live to be 20. Whatever age you are, you might be done. Yeah. So go do some stuff. So you don't get buried in the ground and then say, well, you know, Jerry had a whole list of great things to do, but he never did any of them. <laughs> How about you? Did you have that one moment? Um, I've, I'm thinking back because while you were talking and I was listening, of course, I was also thinking about my own, you know, when was my big, oh, wow, the world is big and things big can be done. Oh, um. It's when you met me, it changed everything. <laughs> I would say there were two big things that I came across. Uh, the more recent was my first trip. Now, this when I say more recent, I mean 2008. First trip to Disney World. <laughs> and realizing that Disney World was built in the 1970s, so they didn't have the technology we have today. It has that technology we have today integrated all throughout. So they have like yep. cutting-edge technology. Everything is systemized. The way they deliver customer service is consistent across the board. It's done cheerfully. And it wasn't just computer systems and technology that made this place great. They systemized how they took care of people. And it was genuine. It felt good. I felt like I was royalty. And so we went back in 2012, same thing. And so that just blows my mind. And that all started with the mouse. Mm-hmm. You know, that the one of the largest employers in the world, or at least one of the largest employers in the United States, and they're cutting edge, they're systemized, they're consistent, high standards of performance. And I just thought, wow, that all started off with a guy who could draw cartoons, who <laughs> served, I believe, in the American Red Cross, or am I thinking of Ernest Hemingway? Uh, anyway. So we'll, we'll Google it yeah, later. That's what Google's for. And so, so that, how did that change your life? Uh, it just made me realize that things could be bigger than I thought. Wow. And, you know, and I knew it deep down because my experience in the army, you know, seeing the logistics chain and how you move, you know, hundred, 150,000 troops to do one thing simultaneously or complex movements all simultaneously and achieve a, a, an objective you know, looking back, that that blew my mind. And, oh man, I had my thought on one other thing uh, when I was younger, and for the life of me, I can't remember it now, <laughs> but it's uh, just, again, seeing things that are bigger. Right. And just seeing your own contribution as bigger than, than you've maybe been told. You know, sometimes we think, well, I'm, I'm a very small part of this world. When people say, well, I don't vote because my vote doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, recycle because recycling really doesn't matter. Just I don't do that much. So it wouldn't make that big a difference. I don't help children or I don't give to charity or whatever it is because my contribution's small. We've got to see our significance as bigger not because we're more important, but because our impact is bigger. Oh, yeah. You have a bigger impact if you are willing to take it. Oh, yes. And, and one person can have a huge impact, and that's something that we don't really give ourselves credit for. You know, I hear a lot of people when it comes time to vote, 
I'm not going to vote. My vote doesn't matter. Well, guess what? All the other folks who voted, now their vote matters. And, you know, people will argue about the electorate system, and I'm not going to turn this into a political science (laughs) session here. Uh, But, you know, one vote matters because Mm -hmm. when you start adding up all those votes, now you've got impact. And the same goes with an idea. One person has an idea, and they just go forward with it. And I'll give an example just for me recently. Uh, Memorial Day happened recently. And I think it happens every year. It happens every year. Yes. But this particular year in 2016, I was getting ready for a walk I've been doing since 2013. And, you know, I dawn on a rucksack and I do what I call the silent patrol. And it was just something I do for me to, to remember those who didn't make it back from Operation Iraqi Freedom to appreciate the life I have. And I'm starting to see that one idea just to put on a rucksack and go on a silent patrol, like a 12-mile moment of silence, as if I'm going to look for the people who didn't come home from the war. And in my mind, I've always envisioned something big where other people were doing this with me, but I never did anything about it. Like, nobody's (laughs) going to go with me. No one's going to want to walk 12 miles in total silence. It's 12 miles. It sucks. (laughs) People just aren't going to do it. And and we live in South Texas. It's hot on Memorial Day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is not an easy task. And I remember last year after I had done it, some of my friends on Facebook said, hey, Jerry, we want to go with you next year. Look, and, I think I may have been one of those friends. <laughs> yeah, I might have been. I'll, I'll go back and see. <laughs> and and I didn't take, I didn't give it any credence. You know, like, okay, they're just being, you know, they're in the moment. They're like, oh, this is so awesome. But a year from now, when it's time to wake up at five in the morning to go and start <laughs> at six in the morning, the answer is going to be, ah, I'm just going to roll over and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, while I was prepping for this year, Liv took a picture of me prepping my gear, posted it on some news sites on their Facebook pages. And before I knew it, I was in the news on Sunday. Right. And then I was new- on the news again twice on that Monday. And f- Four people, actually three people, actually showed up to walk with me. Yep. Total strangers. But they saw the news story. They actually got out of bed. And I was blown away by it. It's that small step yeah. that had a huge impact. Yeah. Because I even saw somebody from, I want to say Chicago, mm-hmm. maybe that was doing a silent patrol there. Yes. Kind of joining via, you know, heart heart of the men who served. You yes. Know, that uh, I'm Ryan, with you. Ryan Maines. I served with him in Operation Iraqi Freedom. He he wanted to come down to Corpus, but just couldn't make it happen. He's yeah. a firefighter in Woodstock. Awesome. So, yeah, and if you've ever met Ryan, you would see, okay, yeah, you obviously are from Woodstock. <laughs> and yeah, he got two other buddies, and they did their own 22-kilometer uh, uh, road march. And we don't know what that is, but I assume it's at least 22 of something close to a mile. It was like Because we don't do the metric system in this world. It was, it was like half a marathon. <laughs> half a marathon. It was like 13.4 miles. And that's kind of what we're saying. It's not, you don't have to organize this million man march as much as just do something yourself. Yeah. That especially if you hear that voice, I can't do that. This won't work. I don't have sponsors. I don't have the right rucksack. What if my boots are not regulation or whatever it is? Just do something that can change your community and change maybe the way people look at things. Exactly. And that had a big impact on that, the story. So that's why we wanted to bring up these little impacts. And also to say, if you haven't heard Jamie's story, go back and listen to that episode because she is, and we've already told her we want to do a follow-up in about six months (laughs) because I think she's going to do big things and we want to check in with her and see where she's at at that time. Yep, exactly. 
All right. Well, that's all we've got, and we'll catch you on the next episode. So, peace out. Later. Because I'm leaving for a week. <laughs> and I had okay, the time of my go. life. Oh, are we recording? <laughs> yep. All right, here we go. Well, and I guess you're in charge of that part. I'm just timing. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. And welcome to another episode of Beyond the Red. <laughs> all right, all right, for real. Here we go in three, two, one. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P, S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.